Christians, welcome to Cradio's Catholic News Update for Monday the 19th of March. Pope Shenouda III of Alexandria, the head of the Coptic Orthodox Church of Egypt, has died at the age of 89. He had recently participated in the religious peace process in Egypt. The Copts are a Christian minority, representing about 10% of the Egyptian population. Shenouda III lived in Cairo and was the 117th Patriarch since the preaching of St. Mark, the first Coptic Pope. He had been ill for some time, but the immediate causes of his death were not disclosed. In late January, rumours had been circulating that Shenouda III was in a coma, but religious authorities said that the Coptic Pope was suffering from kidney disease and diabetes, but that his organs were still functioning. In a pastoral visit to the US, Shenouda was forced to enter a clinic in Ohio for an examination in mid-January. The Copts represent 10% of the total Egyptian population of 85 million people. Heading the Coptic Orthodox Church since 1971, Shenouda was sent into exile into the monastery of St. Bishoy in the governorate of Buhara by President Anwar Sadat. He was freed in 1985 by Sadat's successor, Hosni Mubarak. People curious about why the Alexandrian Patriarch is referred to as Pope should be aware that historically the word Pope simply means father. The most senior Catholic cleric in Syria has warned that the current violence in the country could result in the disappearance of Christians from the Middle East. Gregory III, Patriarch of the Melkite Greek Catholic Church, a Byzantine Rite Church in communion with Rome, said that the level of violence could escalate into atrocities similar to those committed in Iraq after the removal of Saddam Hussein. He added, if there's chaos, we'll lose the Christian presence in the Middle East. The Vatican has rejected a submission from the Society of St. Pius X regarding the terms on which reconciliation with the Society might be possible, after Pope Benedict ruled that their submission was not sufficient to overcome the doctrinal problems which lie at the foundation of the rift between the group and the Holy See. Last September, Cardinal William Levada, head of the Vatican's Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith and President of the Pontifical Commission, Ecclesia Dei, offered SSPX Superior General Bishop Bernard Fillet a doctrinal preamble that set out the grounds for possible reincorporation of the SSPX into the Church. The response of the SSPX to the doctrinal preamble, which arrived in January, was examined by the CDF before being submitted to the Pope for his judgment. However, it added that Bishop Fillet has been invited to clarify his position in order to be able to heal the existing rift, as is the desire of Pope Benedict XVI. More than one-fifth of the 90 million foreigners touring France annually visit the country for spiritual or religious reasons, according to the country's Association of Shrine Towns, and almost one-third of pilgrims to the country's 15 leading shrines come from abroad. Belgians, Britons, Germans, Italians and Spaniards make up the lion's share of tourists, but there's been a strong rise in visitors from countries such as Russia and the ex-Soviet republics, China, South Korea and India. Among the sanctuary towns, Lourdes is by far the most frequented, with 6 million pilgrims annually. Mount St. Michel Monastery draws 3 million visitors and the cathedral towns of Chartres and the cathedral town of Chartres and the hillside Marian site of Rocamador each see 1.5 million visitors a year. And finally, here's a very interesting story from Rome Reports about John Paul II's historic visit to Cuba. John Paul II was the first pope to visit the island of Cuba. It happened back in 1988, just over 13 years ago. At the time, Joaquin Navarro Valls was the spokesman for the Vatican. He still remembers how the historic meeting between John Paul II and Fidel Castro came about. 
he says it was a unique journey that required him to personally meet with Castro before the Pope's visit. The trip developed very normally. I have to say that Castro was very courteous, and the Pope spoke with a great amount of clarity. And once on the island, the Pope was forceful in his statements. Navarro Val says John Paul II defended fundamental human values and freedom of worship, the same message the Pope brought to all the countries he visited. On the afternoon he ended the trip, we were in the airport waiting for the plane. In a farewell speech by Castro, he said, thank you for all you have said in this country, even for things with which I cannot agree. He said it in a very delicate and polite way. Of course he would have agreed on everything with the Pope, that would have changed, but that didn't happen. Navarro Valls was a spokesman for the Vatican for 22 years. He accompanied John Paul II on his visits to 128 countries across the globe. That's today's Catholic News. Thanks for listening. Speak to you again tomorrow. God bless.